Welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO. It is Kieran. How are you, buddy? No fucking joke. No joke this oh, time. Ah, boo. Well, I thought we'd save the jokes up because we have our returning guest, which is very exciting. It's always good to have a returning guest and have you both in the studio. It's in my absolute privilege. It's the one and only. It's Dan the Man. He's back in the studio. Awesome, how are you, buddy? Guys. I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, it's been a while. Been, it's I been a while. I've seen you. I see you quite regularly now. Though. It's kind of good because you're down doing comedy on high basically every month now, yeah, and yeah. it's nice and easy for me to get to. Bit harder for you, Mr. Kieran. Just a little bit, but... Um, Where do you live, Kieran? Ballarat. We, <laughs> that's right, that's we, right. We won't discuss the rat. Are you going to be in town for a bit? In a, for a bit? Oh, I'll be down for a little he'll while. Be ba- he's moving down here soon. I am. When, so, are, you moving? when are you moving? Uh, as soon as he can. As, as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he can find some, some appropriate accommodation. Which will make it easier to get to the comedy. Yeah, right. Some appropriate accommodation for his uh, bachelor lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to you try comedy, don't you? I, I do, but in the form of a challenge. In the but form it has to be rigged because I've lost the last two challenges. So as long as I win the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He had to read it. We, we had a weight loss yes, after yes. you, last episode that you came. We had a weight loss challenge. And we both had to lose as much weight as we could in two months. Really? And it was awesome. What did you What, what did you guys do? Like, it was like just a bunch of cardio and shit or so I did, I did running <laughs> exercise I did running you're a funny man <laughs> I did running in keto and his guy did light and easy in keto yeah and light and easy in keto <laughs> and you know what I started with the light and easy it did yeah. and then it, I wasn't losing weight as fast as, as this guy uh, so then I went fuck it I'm going keto now yeah okay anyway yeah. so he lost eight and a half? Yeah. And I lost nine and a half kilos. Fuck. So then he had to read a 250 word apology written by me as the... <laughs> as the, as the wow. He apologized for a lot. On the podcast. Oh, yeah. I want to fucking listen to this That's podcast. That's a good one. That's a good one. But before we get to that... Yes, I've got a bone to pick You've with you. you got a bone to pick I've with me. I've got a bone to pick with Turch. <laughs> All right. Now, a few episodes ago, um, I was explaining to Turch about... How Universal Studios, uh, the music place burnt down, and all these wonderful records, the the original sound copies were burnt down. That's right. So, uh, put it in perspective for you, Dan. Universal Music Group, yeah. one of their warehouses burnt down, and a mm-hmm. hundred years of the master recordings, the best versions of the songs, the original recordings of like audio tracks of Soundgarden yeah. and Louis Armstrong yeah. and the Who. Burnt down, which Forever means we'll gone. never, we'll never yeah. get them back. They're the master tracks, which means you can't even get a remastered version because yeah, there's yeah, no master yeah. version to remaster. Shit. Well, Turch, and just play along here, Turch. Turch was asking about what was the Joker's out, the movie The Joker. Yeah. And he was asking, what does seventy millimeters, seventy mm, what does that mean? And I had to tell him that it means that it's super quality film and sound. You're telling me. I know, I am. You're telling right. me, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And it's a really good film. You should go check it out. Okay, thank you. Is the, that it? That Joker. played out much better in my it head. It played out really well <laughs> in your head, I think. But look, I have a rant. Yeah. And it's very important. Uh, one of the little things in life. There's the little things in life that mm. really make you want to live your life more than anybody else. And one of those little things that happen once a year is McDonald's Monopoly. Yeah, straight up. Oh, shit. But they fucked it. Why? They fucked it. 
They made it online and it shit. They made it fucking online. Yeah, bad. They made you it know complicated. What? You know what? What did you say, sorry? They made it complicated. They did. I don't know why they did this. So now, Jess and, I, Jess and I grabbed grabbed some stuff, grabbed some nuggets. I got a cheeseburger. And Jess got a McFlurry. We're all happy. Like, oh, we're eating it this now. And then it's like, yeah, I'm going to win myself some free fries. How good is this? Like, one out of five win. I've got like 10 tokens. I've got to mm. always win some, one set of fries. Peel it back. It's like, here's your chance. Scan it into your phone with your email address and, and eating habits. Thank you. Because McDonald's can further track you to... Uh, Get that burger extra tasty for the next time and really satisfy that need. And now I have to scan it in. And not only that, I have to play a Pokemon Go type mini game. Oh, you downloaded the app? I d- you know, I thought it was like, you know That's what? I thing. still want those free fries. Me buying the food is all the energy I'm giving to this <laughs> fucking comedy. Don't make me start going, okay, what's my Apple password? Download that. Now you're going to make an account and you forgot your email and you you're, you're taking away the whole fun of Monopoly. It was just meant to be like, I, I'm at the store, I want a free fries, I'm going to redeem that free fries now. I could have had the one that said, I've won a million dollars. Yeah. But I don't play the McDonald's game. Yep. Because it's too hard. Yeah, exactly right. It's too hard. And you know what the worst thing is? I go, okay, look, I actually did win something. I won like a free cheeseburger for next time. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. So I thought, great, I have the app now. Maybe the app's going to solve my problem because... The only thing that really annoys me is you go take takeaway and you have to drive away and then you win and he's like, oh, I've got to go back, but next time you've got to carry those little tokens around. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It's on my app now. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the app isn't too bad. Then it says down, as a disclaimer down the bottom, please remember to bring your token. Ah. Oh. So I'm like, what? what is the fucking purpose of the app? Yeah, bad. You know what they should do? You peel it back and there's a barcode. You scan that with the app. And then that shows you what you got and you present that. Rather than make me have to bring both to the window. This is so stupid. You know what I mean? I should just go back to what it was. You just peel it off and if you forget it, that's it. And you keep playing. Loyalty cards is what they need. Loyalty <laughs> just cards. Just stamp it. Like in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they used to have a big game board? Wasn't there a big... Yeah, thing? yeah, you yeah, had to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had to collect like, you know, Do you know two like, blues or whatever. Today... Today only, it's like $2 burgers. Yeah. Like, fuck. And today, everyone goes, and tomorrow is $1 thick shake. You're like, yeah. oh. that was awesome. I, I know that my nonna doesn't, never goes to McDonald's. Mm. But she only goes on McHappy Day and orders herself a Big Mac. Just so she can give money, like, you know, it's yeah. like, and, yeah, it's like her one off sort of thing. Mm. It's her one charity. Yeah, the no, it's not the charity. It's one <laughs> time she goes to McDonald's through the year, right? One time she goes to McDonald's during the year. And then she's like, that's all good. And then I found out she buy, buys the small meal, mm. but the, only the large meal <laughs> goes to charity. So she's been doing this she's for 20 years. She's out one day a year for the last 10 yeah, years. She's been getting, she's like, I too many chip. Yeah. I cannot eat. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been not donating <laughs> to, to charity for 20 years. But that's she's so been good. supporting local business and keeping people employed. Uh-huh. Unlike the fucking processors I saw today. Yeah, like a heart doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Quite comparable. Same as Bernie Sanders would say, uh, socialism is the way. So, yeah. But he might... You know what? He's dying. <laughs> Did you hear that he's got like a heart attack? Yeah. Bernie? Yeah. When? Feel the burn. <laughs> 2020, he might not make it. You <laughs> about Jordan Peterson? Yeah, yeah. That's whack. Did you hear about him? No, what happened to him? Oh, he's sick too. He's, Checked his wife's himself sick. into rehab. Should have made his bed. (laughs) (laughs) 
Put this man on open mic night. <laughs> I'm only good in this situation. That's about it. That's so that's good. It. But Kieran, you're going to talk about some protesters with me today. No, it's good. I'll I'll um I'll just show you there. We've got uh, some what is that pr- Pentagon? <laughs> <laughs> this is the local Greensboro Plaza. Oh really? What happened? Yeah. Oh, very. Oh, it's a peace symbol. It's a very yeah. It's very. We'll put this up on the page. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, bloody infinite stuff. Bloody a peaceful protest. Yeah, that's good. And I got outraged. (laughs) Of course you did. Greensboro Plaza. Now, yeah, you've got to remember this year is the first year that I've started paying tax, (laughs) and I've become very conservative very quickly because I I saw six police... Fiscally conservative. <laughs> Everything else, he's happy for the gays to do what they do. <laughs> but money-wise, don't I, touch it. There were six police officers <laughs> at this protest where people are basically taking a nap. Right? It's a good protest. No, it was a terrible protest. Probably ten people stopped to have a look. Right? And I counted six police... Two on the, the bottom level, two at the, the middle level, two at the top level, and there was like two PSOs or whatever. And I was like, that's my tax money at work. Yep. Why are they here? They could be doing better things. They're not even dragging them away. What were they, what were they protesting, though? Uh, something about the environment. I don't know. <laughs> You're going to protest you say, you say, okay. in the, out of all the shopping centers, Greensboro, yeah. Chadston, High <laughs> Point. I was like, no, let's go to fucking Greensies. And then I thought, I thought, this is not achieving anything anyway. Like, it's... It's, it's, there isn't a, they're not getting the, the people that they need. Like, at least close down Burke Street or something, or Flinders Street, you know? Yeah, the guy make an interruption. fucking make it... Greensboro Plaza probably smokes shot. <laughs> he doesn't know what year it is. I was going to say, year Friday year. afternoon at Greensboro Plaza, only Kieran is there. That's it. There's no one else. Keeping real busy. That's how he's working did from that home. Even, that's, that, that's the money maker that there. make the news? No, it might make the Watsonia bugle. It might. might. <laughs> My favourite thing was you sent me the photo. You sent me the photo of those protesters there. And they're like, look at these protesters protesting. And I zoomed in. I'm like, what are they protesting? Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Because right next to it, in front of the Jurassic Park. Yeah, bad. <laughs> Free the dinosaurs, man. Ah, don't make too. any more. Yeah, bad. <laughs> Life finds a way. <laughs> and then it looks like this guy here. They're in a circle. And then another guy's just joined in. <laughs> He's just part of the nap crew. He's he was just, just a lonely guy. He's like, I can belong now. Can well, he be, I, I can thought... be on the benches for a, <laughs> a sleepy protest? And I got really annoyed, right? Because I thought, fuck, we're doing a podcast tonight. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm on level three. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to get down. I'm going to talk to these protesters. He's a Scientologist. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm level gonna, three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, actually, I read a book today. <laughs> and... Uh, well, keep focus, keep focus. No, 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 this is important. Uh, it's called Good to Great. And mm-hmm. I, since I'm the CEO of the podcast, mm-hmm. I would consider myself a level five CEO. It's great, <laughs> I'll give you the book. <laughs> Sorry, no, go down to go down to the, to, to the, to the protesters. And five o'clock, hit, it hits the dot, five o'clock. Some guy yells and they all go, Rah! and stand up and leave. So by the time I got down there to like ask them about this protest... They're all gone. Oh, they're just being environmentally friendly and putting themselves in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very annoyed. I was annoyed that they were wasting I feel, I feel like people that protest and protest consistently just don't... Like, their time is worth less than nothing. Like I said, they could be, like, saving the world in some other way by designing stuff that's more economically friendly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think you were meant to bring in statistics about climate change uh, this I'm, episode. I'm getting but that's, there. that's I'm a getting big there. episode. Yeah. Big episode. Oh. Dan, have you got a rant for us? I do. What do you got for me right there, buddy? I got the theme of my rant, because I'm thematic. <laughs> the theme of my rant is actions speak louder than words. Yep. You know what I mean? So for Not ex- this fucking protest. <laughs> <laughs> just actually- put up a sign and a dummy. <laughs> oh, then I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? They're using plastic signs. That's harming the environment. They're all going to get in their cars and use but, greenhouse gases and go away. I'm like, they're, they're hypocrites. Sorry, continue, please. They're farting. Yeah. <laughs> Methane. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. So, I got heckled. Farting. <laughs> I got heckled at the last Comedy on High. Yeah. The last Comedy on High. Was it a good heckle, though? No, it was the worst heckle ever. So, someone, someone, someone heckled a female comedian. Heckled her, saying something very misogynistic. Oh, okay. So I forget what the guy said because I wasn't paying attention. But he was like, "If I can do, I can." And everyone was like, "Oh!" And everyone afterwards was like, "That was so horrible, how that man." Yeah. And a girl heckled me, and she said, "Yas Queen." She was like, "Yas Queen," like completely interrupted the show, and everyone was like, "Ah!" But I'm thinking like, both they're the same person. Mm. They're the same person here. Like they're the same personality defect. Like <laughs> just because one's going fucking women and one's going yeah, it's great. You're both narcissists. You're here, both here. cunts. Yeah, here, you know here. Mean? You don't get to like. It's not about what you say. You're both interrupting the show. You know mm. what I mean? And they went. They weren't drunk, right? Oh, they were both probably drunk. They were both drunk. <laughs> they were both drunk. <laughs> that does, that's. Because I saw I saw Andrew Schwitz, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. That one. Which night did you go? Uh, Friday night. Love that. Were you there? I was in a play that night. I was. Okay. I wanted to go. I was doing a play for the Fringe. Play. Is it? This is a. This is a story in itself. <laughs> so, um, do you guys know? So there's a there's a uh, improv room in Melbourne on a Saturday night, maybe three or four weeks ago. Mm. Um, a girl f- from LA. She's a comic in LA. She's like a. She does shows and stuff. She's a. Her name's Sunanda. She's she's of Indian descent. They do this show play thing in LA called Indian Wedding. Big hit. It's a monthly event. Sells out. They have, it's like a, it's basically a showcase of artists. They get like a couple of comedians, a dancer, a singer, and it's like a showcase in the theme of wedding and all the acts are like relatives from the wedding and they're like, oh, now we're going to show you our Uncle Peter and Uncle Peter's like some acrobat. He'll come do that thing and the next one's a comedian to be like, oh, this is Auntie Susie and she'll be like, hey, what's the... It's like that, right? Oh so, my god, I want to go to this. Yeah, it sounds it, good. It's already finished because it's for the Fringe Festival. Oh. So she came and she saw me at off the cuff and she was probably there. So she goes, You're Indian. I go, Yeah. She's like, well, Do you want to do the Indian <laughs> wedding? Me, never done any play, anything. I was like, Yeah, fuck <laughs> And she's like, Yeah, it's a thing. You have to sing a song. And I was like, I can do that laughing. Um, um, yeah, no, I did it like very last minute prepare- preparation. And it turned out to be sick, man. It was like, a, I went up there with a guitar. And I was like, I was supposed to be Uncle Glenn. This is like, hello, I'm Uncle Glenn. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. It was really good. But I missed Andrew Schultz because I was on the play. Well, he was fucking amazing. I didn't yeah. know the guy existed. One before, of the best in the before world. Before I went there and yeah. my mate had already bought tickets and then said, you know, no, Saturday night, Saturday night. Grand oh, Saturday final, night. Saturday Saturday night. night. Grand final. And um, anyway, there was this really drunk bogan in there. Who was trying Something to racist, him. Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me. Bogan a race? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it was very annoying. And I wanted Andrew to shut him down. Mm. All he was, he was doing a lot of whistling. This drunk Bogan. 
And the closest Andrew got to it was like, huh, I know it's like, well, whatever he said, it was hilarious. Mm. But he's like, I know you've been <laughs> do- going all day. Like, I know it's, your, it's the day of days or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. i got to admit, I'm very jealous and I hate the people that can do the whistle with the, their fingers in yeah. their mouth. I yeah. Know oh, no. The, like, the one that, that oh. like, old. <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't know how the people do it. Like, I'm yeah. jealous that people can do it. But I also hate it because I'm like, I want to be able to do that. You can do it. Maybe it's just Google jealousy. That. Google that shit. Sorry? You, can, you can play guitar, you can do all that, you can, you can learn how to whistle. Ah, t- yeah, if I can learn how to whistle. <laughs> it was some fat whistler kind of like, I wish I could learn how to play the guitar. You're like, bro, I wish I could learn how to put my dirty <laughs> fingers in my mouth and blow till they make women it's feel It's all very erotic, but... <laughs> <laughs> so how do you do... So Andrew sort of just ignored this heckler, right? This That's guy. strange. That's it, really strange. But I feel like he was because he was like at the back of the comics lounge. And so... We, you can't identify him. You can't, can't identify him. him. And I think it was like... I, I, also, I was like, oh, I'm probably better to just ignore him because I don't want to engage. And like... you got no defences. You can't, you can't pick on him. You can't... Yeah. yeah. But how do you deal with this heckler that was like... I said, this is not a Yas Queen moment and everybody laughed. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But that's the thing, like, when, um, like, it's interesting that you said that Andrew Shields because Andrew Shields is known for his, he had a special come out, like, maybe a couple of weeks ago mm. called Crowd Work. And it's just crowd work for a full hour. No written material. Really cool. Um, So that's really interesting that you said that because he obviously got heckled. Probably had, like, if I could see this motherfucker, I could say mm. something. But I can't say... He can see me. I can't see him. Like, he knows. Like, it's like a very zen move. Like, I can't attack on this person because if he says something really smart, I can't... Oh, what's with the fucking... You know? Mm. That's interesting that you said that. It's a two-way sort of street. You sort of... You need to... He's trying to... He's trying to almost size up your opponent. Straight up, man. And, you know... Do you ever... Do you ever go like, fuck it, I'm going to pick on you now? Oh, yes. Yeah? It's a, it's, like, fuck it. You know, screw my material. The next five minutes 100%, is on you. 100%. There's a lot of times where it's made my set the best. Like, so fun. Like, it's great. I love it. There's, have you, have, maybe I talked about this last time. Yeah, there's a room called Vault. Right. The Vault Cafe. Notorious. Like, the most fucked room. <laughs> like, it's in Yarraville. It's like, have you been to Yarraville? Oh, I'm not- thinking of renting a house in Yarraville. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantastic place to live. Like the the leaves. But the people who live there and rent there are cunts. Right? <laughs> no, no, that's, it's, it's it's the because it's the same crowd every. It used to be Sunday night, and the Sunday night was only hospo people, and you'd go there and it'd be this and be like, oh, these fucking people every and you, they, they wouldn't laugh at your jokes because they've seen it. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. So you go there and it's like, there was there was always a big group of like lesbians who all worked at the bar and they just finished work. So they're all just like ready to fuck you. Like they <laughs> knew you personally because they've been coming there the same time as you and they know everything about you. They know your jokes. Served your beers. They will fuck that. with you. And it's brutal, man. Like me, like I have a recurring group of people we always go. And I've had some of the worst, <laughs> most personally, emotionally demoralizing gigs and some of the best fucking performances ever. Because you either go there and like you can't tame them. Like there's just a mother like, yeah. And then you try and they make you feel like shit. And like, I've been booed. My friend has been like swung at. There's no been. fucking th- way. I, there's this one. There's, I got, you could, you could, I can sit here for the next 45 minutes and tell you vault stories. There's vault stories. Okay, could, it's better than my stories. Let's do it. <laughs> But yeah, I've, I often um, have had great sets and great roasts. 
there's there's one one comes to mind. There's that, and this was really fun because I told my friend Emma, who's a good friend of mine, never seen me perform. And she goes, oh, I live in Yavel. I'm like, you should come to this gig. Oh. And she came and she saw this at the first. It was great for her to see me. Like, good taste. Yeah. Like, um, it was me and I was doing my gig. And this guy, there was an Asian performer on before who'd never done this. I've never seen this Asian dude. Like, I, don't think I've ever, I think he quit comedy. I think. Never seen him again. He was doing that. And when he was on, this guy was like, here's this fucking, saying a horrible thing. Like, I don't know the word yellow was mentioned. This, this, he looked like this, this methy in the background, right? and everyone hated him. Like every single person hated him, but no one was saying anything to him. Right. And he was very. So this was a heckler. Yeah, he was yeah. heckling. A no, he, he wasn't a. See, the term heckle in, implies that they they understand that it's a performance. They're like they come at there's timing involved, like mm. bo, 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 and everyone laughs. This is just a racist this dickhead is, in the back. Just of, a back drunk of fuck who's yeah. just like da, 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 yelling and talking over people, like too scared to say anything to him because he looks fucked. And even the comedians are like, oh, because it's open mic. They're not like pro comics. Mm. They're just like people trying jokes, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna say something this one. <laughs> and um, I went on stage. And I'm doing my bits, and then something happened, and he said something, and I said, "Can everyone make some noise for?" And what did I call him? I said, "You look like Jesus if he smoked crack." <laughs> and then I said, um, "Instead of being born in the stable of Bethlehem, you look like you were born in a servo in Broadmeadow." <laughs> 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 and very constable losing their mind. It was so satisfying to finally get, and he was like. Like I got him. Oh, like that's I, good. The brown guy got him. Yeah. And you could tell he was just like, oh. And then uh, I just kept, like, I just kept coming up with these lines and just layering and layering and layering. And I eventually, my five minutes was up. That's and it. And like, I got it like a, <laughs> and I got it. Up. And that, that that type of shit is so much more rewarding than my joke that I wrote on the train was very funny. You know. Like, it's about that airline peanuts. That's yeah. <laughs> witty. You know. It was, I love that shit, man. I fucking love that shit. It's my favorite thing about comedy. And I bet you that guy would have just been destroyed. Like the rest of it yeah. probably was quiet. He never he came back. I never yeah, saw him again. That's it. I'd seen him there before. I'd never saw him again after that. That's good. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. What can I say? Yeah, man. The Lord of I feel like Servo. <laughs> in Melbourne, in Melbourne comedy specifically, because it's such a theater-based hmm. com- Melbourne comedy festival, the scene is very arts. Comedy and the arts sort of come into this weird... Bl- There's a real lack of that sort of crowd work improv I don't want to say roast but roast yeah, yeah, vibe. Yeah. you know what I mean like no one really goes after the, the audience it's more about what you've written and for me I don't really write anything on down on paper I just like come up with things and remember it and remember the way it feels and the flow it's kind of like like I feel like that type of comedy is more like jazz mm. which I always think is like I think it's like the supreme genre of any kind of like communication. So like when you're fucking on stage and someone yells out, you got to like, like try that in the yeah. moment sort of thing is that it's not like, you know, it's either hit or miss, but like once if you hit that magic point, Straight it just up. continues on. Because I've, I've noticed co- uh, comedians do the, if they can't say anything right then, they'll be like, what's your name? Yeah. They'll dig. Oh, you get it. Where do you, where, they'll dig, what do you yeah, do for you work? Do, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. Cause then that's making that thing that could be, so f- like, I was gonna say, make it too personable as well. It makes you- it s- systematic. Yeah. You, you, and then here, and then here, and then you roast one that. Yeah. Nah, just like look at him and be like, I remember once I got a laugh. Come from- on, roast me right now. 
I can't nah, roast nah. me. Oh, you have to get me in that space. Ah, that, damn, that, if if uh, <laughs> when, this the best. All right, roast Turch. <laughs> it's really hard because you're both lovely people. Oh, that's, you know I mean? Obviously, you don't know us very well. That's the really important <laughs> thing. We've done far too much. That's it. Uh, yeah, we, well, we've always said we've got to do the open comedy night. I think we're going to book it in. I think we're going to book Dude, in a date. You and I, one v one. We only do one take podcast <laughs> comedy battle. I'm going to Vault Air tonight. Just come with me. Sign up. Oh, you've scared me for Vault now. <laughs> no, not Vault. Vault Air. It's a different one. Different oh, one. fuck. Vault. I don't even know these places. Mm. I down. would not expect you to know Vault or Vault Air. <laughs> <laughs> two shit open mics that only degenerates like me go. They're like, hey, gods. Want to hear the joke I wrote? Can I, can I open with, hello, fuckwits? Yeah, straight up. You that's, can. <laughs> that's actually... Oh, from the back. <laughs> I've heard that before from comics. And that would be, that'd be it. That'd be... That's yeah. Actually, I've got I've got one bit, but it's more of a story. Oh, I think I'm I think I'm more of the story comedian. If save, I had to, save it. For- yeah, if I had to, <laughs> save it for the save it for the stage, buddy. Save it for the stage. What day are you guys free to come? Because there's a gig on every every day. So if you guys just like oh next this Sunday, this is real. This is really happening. It's like this is nice. You've you got, my, you got I've got my heart set on the Wesleyan Tuesday night. You no, can't no, get up there. I'm not no letting way. you. You gotta get up there. You gotta be good. Just, nah, man. That's a that's a tough one to get. That is that really. Is. I get like four ads a day from like forty year old open micers. I add them and it's all, all weird people that I know mutual friends. Like I just I get like four ads a day because the Facebook page has got me on it. So they see that like I'll get it for a geek. Yeah. So. It's a waiting list, baby. You know what's funny? Oh. My, my partner just started an Instagram for my dog. Yeah. Uh, so Dweezil. Hey, what's that Dweezil. on? They have uh, a dog. Dweezil.dashhound. You'll, you'll find it. He's bloody adorable. But she's, he's only got like 80 followers mm. in like four days. That's still a lot <laughs> for a dog. Man. Yeah, like, I know, right? And the podcast is 150. Let's, yeah. let's make it comparatively. That's crazy. And then, but Jess is like... Oh, 96 followers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 97 now. And now 97. <laughs> but, Jess, but Jess is just like, I keep getting people saying, oh, buy my product and do this and we'll give you free products. I'm like, he's, he's a dog. <laughs> They should do that. Were you, you joking? Yeah, no, but you have. We have to buy the product first, oh, and then review buy, it, and then yeah. they'll give us free nah, stuff. And I'm like, that. yeah, no, 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 money up front. Yeah, bad. money up front. It's like it's like all gigs, money up front. I yeah. want the written contract straight up, right straight here. Up. No, no invoices. No invoices. No, mm. they get lost in the mail. Those yeah, ones. Bad. <laughs> Just like all my checks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Kieran. Yes. Do you want to hear more about Mr. Russell Greer? Because I have more information. Fuck yeah. What's Do you Russell know who Greer? Mr. Russell no. Greer is? Dan. Who's Russell Greer? Oh, you're about to have some fun. So I brought in... I've been wanting to talk about this gentleman for a while. And mm. finally, I found enough information because Kiwi Farms is back on Australian internet. Very exciting. But this gentleman here is a very strange individual who has sued multiple artists, including Taylor Swift, who is his love of his life, because... They wouldn't respond to him on social media and wouldn't play or record the songs <laughs> that he wrote for them to sing. Not only that, he once sued Ariana Grande because in a photo that he took with her, she didn't smile. And has also done a bunch of other things. How old is he? Oh, he's like 40. So he's just an old creep. He's just an old creep. He's just trying to bag a bunch of pop stars. Yep, yep. He's trying his best. He's trying his best. But I bought some more... Inf- so last time we listened to an, a song mm. that he wrote. 
And we also read a review of one of the brothels, <laughs> one of the many brothels that he's been to before. Is yeah. it good? Is it good song? Uh, well, the good news is we're going to hear another song of his today. I'm kidding, bro. Which is great. But first of all, I thought I'd give you a little bit more information about this gentleman here, the stuff that I've, uh, the stuff that I've uh, been finding out. Because he just keeps, he keeps amazing me. I just found out that he's not, you know, he's like 30, 40, 35, 30, no, he's actually 30 years old. So he's not that old. So it wasn't 40, 30. Mm. He has a twin as well. Oh, I feel sorry for the twin. But the twin, he was adopted out and the other twin was kept with the, his, the actual parents. You're joking. <laughs> Bro, no wonder this comes around. <laughs> his parents are like, they look exactly the same. Wait, was Everything he adopted or his brother was adopted? So the, the, the twins were had. Yeah, yeah. And he was adopted out. He was adopted out, right. So he goes to oh. some foster parents and the other person was kept. So they had, they, they were poor family. They expected one baby, like, we just scraping by, but we can do this. On the day, they're like, fuck, we got twins, we got to give one away. That kid grows into this fucking weird... What, 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 what age was he um, adopted? As a baby. Out? As a baby. As like a baby. Because like, he's autistic as well. He's got a bit of that, yeah. yeah. And, um, he claims he's got a disability That's as right, well. yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> he claims. He claims. Or is he just doing that because he's been caught doing whack shit? A bit of both. And now he's like, that's my calling card. Yeah, it's, so it's a bit of fun stuff. Now, I've said to you, he's done lots of lawsuits before where he writes his own legal documents and gets lawyers to sign them by paying them money. That's how he sued Taylor Swift and all that sort of stuff. You can do that in America. It's very exciting. But he uh, he also sued Ariana Grande, like I said. I found out another lawsuit where he tried to sue a hooker because <laughs> he's a, a, a frequent visitor of brothels. Oh. He decided to. So he always goes. He also in, reviews brothels, which we will read yeah. another one of. Kieran will anyway. God damn. He went into a uh, brothel. He pays for the girlfriend experience, which means that they, you know, pretend to be his girlfriend and stuff. Mm. And he paid for three hours with this woman, and then sued her for not sucking his penis because he decided to spend the three hours instead of being the girlfriend and having sex. He took her to Olive Garden for dinner, and they spent three hours there. <laughs> And then he didn't get his penis sucked because she, he didn't pay. And he went to sue the brothel. <laughs> Olive Garden's a, um, a fancy restaurant. Oh, it's, 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 it's not the greatest, but it's, yeah, it's an He just sounds like he just watched like one too many. He watched Liar Liar one too many times. <laughs> Think he could just get away and with he's it. he's like, every time something doesn't go away, I can just sue Sue it. Yeah, it's Bad. fine. Um, so he's also written a book. A self-published book on Amazon. It's available for, for purchase. And the book title, I swear to God, is Why I'm Making It Legal for Your 18-Year-Old Daughter to Get in Bed with a Complete Stranger for Only $500. A short essay from the pro said legend who is challenging the Utah brothel ban. <laughs> That's the title of the book. What uh, it has, the it ha- fuck? It has a review. Because oh, Utah, there's no brothels. So he always gets to driven to Nevada where there are legal brothels. I mean, he gets America. driven. He doesn't drive? Well, he either drives or he gets money to go there. Usually he takes a bus. Mm. In the last review of a brothel that he did, he said he gave a hand job to a gay friend of his for money to go to a, 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 to a brothel. Okay. Which I think has to be one of the most heterosexual things you can do. Yeah, it's like, I'm so horny for a vagina. <laughs> I'm going to... Suck a dick. No, like, hand job. It was a oh, hand, hand job. job. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. That's the funniest thing ever. 
So as we were explaining that, right, I'm just looking at your face and I'm going, geez, imagine all those people driving their car listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) This is your first episode of the podcast. You're having a good time. So there was one review of the of the book on yep. Amazon, and it was um, uh, Russell Greer makes me wish there was a special Holocaust specifically for people with lip paralysis. <laughs> for lip paralysis, man. So he's a bit like oh, that oh, when yeah. he talks, and he sings like that. But let's go to the song because can, we hear last- can you play a song for me? We certainly can. Last one was a song called "I Get You," and it was about Taylor Swift. And he wrote and performed all the song. This time he spent a bit of money. And so they, they didn't take the song, did they? They didn't buy the song? No, obviously not. <laughs> was it a good song? Well, it was pretty terrible. But this is a follow-up to it. This is called I Don't Get You. Now, this is just a minute snippet of it, but I thought you'd all enjoy just a short take yeah. of a little bit of this. So this song's called I Don't Get You. It's by Russell Greer. Let's go. <laughs> Like a bit out of touch, like they're not nice. But the melody that he's singing and his voice is not bad. Oh no, he paid someone to sing this. Oh, it's not him. <laughs> it's not him. So I wrote you a song to say thanks for helping me get on my feet. The good intentions hit the fan. Yes, you don't like your what? fans, and it's making me. Did he just write the lyrics? Yeah, and the music. Wow. <laughs> so it's like him dedicated to Taylor Swift for telling him down. He really loves Taylor Swift. Wow. It, it's, it's an amazing sort of thing. So this is the second or third song that he's written for her. Um, I found a whole bunch of other songs. He's also written songs for um, other people like Katy Perry and C-list grade Instagram models. Yeah. But he also pays people to write songs for him like this. Really? That's very exciting stuff. So does anyone ever taken one of his songs and used it? No. Someone, <laughs> someone will. Someone I, will. I, it's I, a I, it's a numbers game, bro. Oh, so, uh, yep. So, Kieran, would you like to read another review of oh, a brothel? I'd of- love to read another review. <laughs> So, it took me a while to find this one, but I tell you what, Kieran, I think this is, I don't think it's as good as the last one, but I tell you what, it's pretty good. So this is for Love Ranch Brothel. There's two pages, just scroll it over, and there's even a picture of the woman he had oh. sex with. Is she hot? You'll find out later on. In, oh, he definitely <laughs> thinks he is, she is. It's Kieran, time for a Brothel Review <laughs> with Kieran. Is it like a like? <laughs> <laughs> I have to put some sound effects in. Oh my heck! What else can I say? Question mark. Smiley face. I loved it. Smiley face. I had been wanting to come for the longest time, probably for five How years. How did now. he spell come? Just the normal come. Okay. Yeah. C U M. Yeah. <laughs> but never had the chance until a month ago. For all of you guys who are curious as to what goes on inside a brothel and what the parties are like 
and how what parties? If you're reading the review, you already know what goes in the book. You want the information. You want how good they are. Is there food? Hygiene and do they have one of those dick cameras with the UV lights? Check yeah, you don't have herpes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like, we throw documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> and how the women are. I shall enlighten you all. Oh. That's what we're here for. After months of saving money and finding <laughs> the time to go to Nevada. Don't play yourself down. You're giving us so much unnecessary information about yourself. By the way, I'm poor. <laughs> Not only am I a perv. Mind you, last review he told us that he gave a guy a hand job to go to the brothel. Well, he was in a review where he said that. Yeah, that's right. He's like, I wanked my way to this fucking brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Try hitchhiking the real way. <laughs> I browsed the Love Ranch website, loveranch.net, to find the perfect woman. He would help me lose What's my. The, wait, wait. It's like gum tree. It's like it's like the brothel gum tree. All used. Yeah, <laughs> no right. you. Everything used. Slightly used. Oh my god. That's so funny. Heaps of tread <laughs> to find the perfect woman who would help me lose my virginity. His and virginity. Who would also be worth the plane flight. Which is about three hours non-stop. <laughs> I like the way this is the second review he's done because the first one is like, I'm never wanking a guy. I'm catching a plane next time. From where I am. But I had two layovers before I got there. <laughs> you, had two, you had two layovers before you got laid over. <laughs> Wait, it's a three hour flight. You had to stop to- <laughs> <laughs> I chose the lovely exotic Jade Capri. Yep. Yep, all right. Loveranch.net. I don't know why that's there. (laughs) After I decided upon the girl I wanted to see, I had to email Jade to make sure she would be available. She said yes. (laughs) Prostitutes have emails? Apparently so. Oh, Dan, by the way, this review was on Yelp. It was on Yelp. (laughs) That's what she said when she saw him. (laughs) (laughs) She said yes, and that she would. And to solidify the appointment, I would have to call the Love Ranch and put a deposit down, $100 or higher, to ensure the appointment would happen. I did so. The ranch also provides a cab service from the airport to the ranch. The cost for a round trip is $55. That is a super good deal. <laughs> Since a yellow cab... They're basically cost- paying you to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> would cost about $140 one way. The cab was a saving grace. I like the way he like... He like he's leaving this review on Yelp, but like adding all the personal <laughs> prices, like people living here are going to go here. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? To get a ranch cab... You have to you have to call the love ranch and put fifty five dollar dues down about two days before you fly in. The cab arrived about forty five minutes later. They had to drop off a working girl at the ranch, so that's why the cab was a little late. The cab drive is about thirty minute drive. The driver was totally cool and easy to talk to. 
the Love Ranch is located off the main highway. These sound like your reviews, Turch. Thank you. <laughs> Outside of Carson City and is, a, is along a dirt road. Down the road, about a mile, is the Bunny Ranch. The Mother Ranch, if you will. The outside of the Love Ranch looks great. It has a white metal fence that surrounds it. (laughs) You have to get buzzed in to get in. But the driver opened the gate for me, and then I walked into the brothel. I was a little nervous. (laughs) The lady bartender stood near the open doorway and welcomed me. She asked me if I wanted a lineup. Meaning for girls to come out and you use them. <laughs> I said, no, thank you. I'm here to see Jade Capri. <laughs> the bartender smiled and said that she would get Jade for me. She instructed me to take a seat on one of the red love couches that lined the entire wall of the lobby. The love couches. The lobby was dimly lit. 80s music played over the speakers of the room. Abstract paintings of naked women hung on the walls. The place seemed pretty legit. And I thought, wow, I'm in a brothel. <laughs> At least he was. In the last review, he was doing. He was waiting. He was nervous. He couldn't sit on the seats because he just didn't want to. So he was doing squats. <laughs> Do squats. Prior to seeing his love of his life. Loved that. The bartender gave me a drink for free as I waited. Ooh. I should caution... Those of you with heart problems, though, the atmosphere is pretty smoky. Not just because (laughs) Jade and other beauties are walking around in there, lighting the place up, (laughs) but because people smoke in there. Not the girls, really, but the patrons. Cigarette cartons lay on the tables. My dream girl... Wow, she's a looker. My dream girl... Hopped out of my dreams in. <laughs> Did you just break character? <laughs> you sounded more like him than him. Oh, she's a looker. <laughs> <laughs> she's a looker. <laughs> oh, she's a hooker for sure. Let's go with that. Jade stands about my height. Five foot eight, five foot nine, and has tan skin. She wore a black dress and has. An incredibly fit physique. But most importantly, she has beautiful eyes and an attractive face. Her blonde hair falls a little past her shoulders. Can I see a photo? In a moment. That's a photo for you. That's that's what he's looking at. (laughs) To paint a picture in your mind, think of a Brazilian version of a supermodel. Heidi... People in Brazil are like, we just call them supermodels. <laughs> They're just regular people. <laughs> think, of the, think of a Brazilian version of a supermodel, Heidi Klum. And then you have Wait, Jade. she's not Brazilian. <laughs> she also has a sexy Brazilian accent that I could listen to all day. Exclamation mark. The room we partied in was the VIP room. Hey. I have a feeling all of them are the VIP room. I would say so. Yeah. Very important penis. Yeah. It is a nice... And luxurious. What the? (laughs) (laughs) We discussed what we wanted and she gave me a cup. I've been to a brothel in, in, when I was in the Wait a second. (laughs) Hold the phone. Did you leave a review on (laughs) Yelp? No. (laughs) Because if you did, I'll fucking find it. (laughs) No, we, we, I was with Niall. (laughs) We were on the strip. 50 bucks each. Let's go. Come yeah, on. We were on the strip. And then the guy offered us beer or whatever and said, oh, do you want to go? And we're like, fuck it. We're in Las Vegas. We'll go. Mm-hmm. 
And we we the the did you have sex with one of the girls? No, that never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we get there, so the car picks us up. The limousine takes us there, and uh, when we turn up, they were fucking like bodybuilders, like men or women, like like a bodybuilder brothel. Yeah. (laughs) How the hell do you get yourself in this situation? Well, then we're like, then we're like, we want to see other girls. And then we got a drink. We paid off something exorbitant for the drinks that we had. Yeah. And then, you know, sort of, you know, like the strippers here, mm-hmm. at least, like in Melbourne strippers, you can sort of sit down and watch a show and mm-hmm. yeah, they come in and, you know, they want to. You know, I used to work at the strippers. Right. Really? I worked there for a year. What did you do at the. I was the MC. <sighs> Centerfold awesome. Lounge. Fucking A. It was a good times. There you go. Anyway, it's not about you. Um, <laughs> 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 Continue. The review. Yeah, but the, 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 the limousine doesn't take you back. you got to get a yeah. taxi. They don't care $55 about taking you $55 if you book it two days yeah, in advance, yeah, I hear. There you go. Um, I, and I can assure you, the rooms are not luxurious. Right. Yeah. We discussed what we wanted, and she gave me a couple of hours of non-stop sex and unlimited fun with her. Was he, wasn't he a virgin? There's no way he lasted a couple of hours. A couple of hours is a lie. After... <laughs> Oh, I thought it was the version in the last one. No, no, no. That was uh, later on. This is, oh, this, is, oh, this is the first one. This is the first oh. one. After paying the cashier and I took a shower, Jade got us drinks and put my protective equipment on. She let... <laughs> equipment, because he's got big tools, guys. And grab your hard hat and your fluoro vest. She let me undress her and then the fun began. Due to the word limit on Yelp... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, peer review. Let me just say, Jade is my dream come true. She helped me lose my virginity and was patient with me and worked past my disability. Facial para- paralysis. Yep. That one. Yep. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. <laughs> no, Kieran is. Oh. <laughs> she will give you all the sex you want anyway. You want and she likes to kiss on the lips. To top it off, we got Thai food and ate it in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, to top it off. <laughs> it was the best. As all good things must come to an end, so did this date. As I walked back out to the cab with the driver, Jade followed and told me to come again. We then kissed each other on the lips twice. Oh. Jade is my unofficial girlfriend. <laughs> I have great feelings for her. No, it's not lust nor a silly boy crush, but truly is love and gratitude for everything she did for me. Because for 22 years, this young man with a facial paralysis never had been kissed or hugged by a girl, even hardly by his mum. And Jay came and saved me from myself, doubt that I would ever feel affection. In closing, I love Jade. And I'm planning a second trip to see her when our schedules don't conflict. I recommend the Love Ranch to everyone. And I would also recommend Jade. Treat her like a lady and she will give in to you. There's That's the fantastic. What's that look? <laughs> look at this. Well, well done, Jade. Hot. She's hot. Who's the other one? did well. Oh my Gotta God. Gotta get her email. I have so many questions. Like what? Number one. How the fuck did you find this <laughs> number two like is she like ever like have like 
the celebrities he wrote songs about actually made a comment about him. Does anyone else know about him besides YouTube? Yeah. We, oh yeah, there's a, so Kiwi Farms is like a big site of depository of lol cows, hilarious people on the internet like Chris, uh, Chris Christine Weston Chandler, okay. all this sort of stuff. He's one of those people that everyone. Hang on, hang on, Church. I'll take it from here. You, you, this is why. This is why I'm the CEO. Right, right, right. right. We are the only ones that know about him. <laughs> Our investigative journalism team. That, this is why you listen to the We Only Do One Take podcast because you get stories like yeah. this. Well, it's more of a story of the uh, a story of the internet. No, it's no, no, crossed no, over no, to no. real life. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know where we got our stuff from, so That's it's true. fine. But also, like, when did he leave that review? Yelp. When? Oh, like 2014, 2015. He was twenty two when he left that. He said this twenty two. Yeah, right? something like that. He's thirty now. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. It's pretty interesting. He's a yeah. The maths doesn't quite add up. But, no. You know, yeah. yeah. It's like the Spider Man movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, leave the Spider-Man movie alone. Number three is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> no, I love Spider-Man. <sighs> I love Spider-Man. No, the new movies, they fucked up the dates. Oh, did they? Mm. There you go. I don't know. Look, the last... <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, he got some news for us. I think we had another Russell Greer. <laughs> he Try- might make a return next week. I don't know. Maybe do the trifecta. I'm going to go home and research him a lot. Do you have a photo of him? Yeah, I do. Was it? I really, I really well, want a picture you know, of Russell Greer. You do. You do. I think you should do some stand-up comedy now about Russell. I would absolutely love to. All right, I'll I need to look up more, some more information. About I'll do that. some more information. You, I'll find a photo of him to show Dan. You get us an article. Give us some news for the week. All right, what news for the week. Uh, before I give you this news article, because it flows on so nicely. Mm-hmm. When is a refund not appropriate? Um, if you've used the sex toy. You can't give it back. That's a thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. If you've used it to where it looks used. Okay, fair enough. Prostitute calls cops after man (laughs) (laughs) demands refunds. That's happened before. Really? I used to work with strippers. That happened a lot. Well, people go, the lap dance wasn't good. Yeah, that wasn't what I wanted. That's not what I thought it was. Oh. I want to know more about... Wait, wait. Did it ever work? Yeah, sometimes. Depending on the situation. Because... Think about it like this. Strippers are just like independent workers who are employed by a venue. So they could say anything to this motherfucker. Mm. They could be like, oh, you got to see this, you got to see this. And he goes, all oh, right. But legally, they can't do any of that shit. Mm. So they pay, he gets paid and then they go, okay, bye. And he goes, what the fuck? And he goes and tells like the bo- like the bo- like the the boss, like yeah. the manager, like one of the girls, they go, "Who? which girl did it? And then the girl gets fired. Really? That happens a lot, man. Mm. Even the entry thing. Because some guys... Hey, and like we'll come in like let's fucking and they they don't know what a strip club is they think it's a brothel yeah so they come in like what the fuck and they go back up we want that money back they're like what like we thought it was just, we thought we were gonna have sex with these girls and like this is a strip club we're just you know underwear you know what I mean so it's yeah, definitely that, brothels in Melbourne like it's a legal thing it was here. a brothel right around the corner from the, the strip club that I worked at yeah, yeah. see mm. all you have to do is look at the Yelp reviews get a good one and Stand you're ready up, to rock man. and roll sad times. You should, you should definitely come back on the show after this and do more stories of love. the sex of, of, of the uh, what do you call the the, the, bro, of, of the strippers of the strippers. I got, That's what I, meant to I say. got tails, bro. Fuck, let's hear that. I'll give us a quick one. Which what are you what are you after? <sighs> Whatever. The juice, not the OJ juice, just the juice, regular juice. juice. <laughs> How I got the job? Yeah. So like, um, so I was, oh, fuck, I, can't, I don't know what I can say. I don't know who's gonna. Be. So I was seeing this girl in 2016. I was seeing her. 
casually, I was going to RMIT. I was 20, 21. And I was seeing this girl. And she told me, she's like, I got a job in this strip club. And I was like, as a stripper, she's like, no, as the bar, the bar girl. Bartender, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And she's like, you should apply as a bussy. And I was like, I would love to work there. But like, it's a bit like, it's a bit of a, you know what I mean? It's a bit like, you know, a bit seedy. Like, tell my mom, like, oh, I'm going to work. So I was like, oh, I don't think it's just like, no, you should do it. It's really easy. Like, and it worked with uni because it's weekends, Friday and Saturdays. Like, yeah. That's it. So I applied. I got the job. I was the only guy besides <laughs> the security guards. Yeah. The only guy working this fucking strip club who wasn't like, I was like a normal person. They're like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, and it is me, like, very feminine person, got along with all the girls. From the get go, dramas, bro. Ugh. Like, just like, got myself into so many situations. Looking back, had a mad time. 21 <laughs> year old, young. Working at a strip club on a yeah. Friday and a Saturday night. I started working there, made friends with everyone there. One day I had a gig. It was at the Branny when the Branny was still. Oh, yeah, yeah. When sad. It was sad that we've lost that. Sad as fuck, man. Best comedy. That was the world. first gig I ever played with one of my bands. Really? That's at the it. The first gig that Red played. What year? About t- 10 years ago. Wow. A long time ago. Fucking hell. I've been drinking there for years. Brunswick Hotel. Yeah. I didn't know that closed down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 2017, January 3rd. It was a Monday. I invited most of the girls and a couple of people from work to come see me at the Brunny. Went up at the Brunny. Um, I had partied the whole weekend. Mm. Like, not... I slept for like five hours the whole weekend. Went to the Brunny. Like, get walk into the Brunny. I'm like an hour late. And the guy's like, you're on next. Yep. And I was like, oh. And I was shit. Like, I was shit. Like, I was not a good comedian. Like, I did not know how to like hold the microphone yeah, or like yeah. stand in the light or like just like little, little like things nuances of performing let alone comedy you know and i go on stage and i destroyed like so fucking good like such a great feeling first time i killed i probably didn't kill but like at the time i was i thought i killed and i got off stage and everyone was there so good and then the next day i went to work it was like that was monday i got called into work tuesday and he's like, would you like to be the MC? And I was like, this is the best way to start the year. You know? yeah. Like, so yeah, I became the MC. And it was like, it was crazy. Five nights a week working at a strip club. Started at 9 p.m. every day. Finished like earliest 3 a.m. And it was like unlimited alcohol. Unlimited alcohol. And like your job is to just be the fun. Hype everyone hypo up. Be hype dude. You're going to be friends with everyone. And that's it. It was wild. It was a wild fucking times. What's a bussy? A bussy is the guy who like picks up the glasses and. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. Bus boy. Yeah, bus yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. I I, just, I I was a deli guy at Coles. What were you, a deli guy? <laughs> Did you work at the deli? Yeah. Fucking all that. Love that. It was good. Tell you what, I love me. That I got fat. <laughs> That's so good. That's a way better job. Nah. Sounds like you had more stories. Mine were just all... It's bad uh, for my brain, though. Yeah, I think just working with people makes things bad for your brain. Yeah. Mm. It was bad for my ego. Like, I thought I was... I was, like, such an egomaniac. Mm. In, like, mid-2017, I was, like... I thought I was the king of the world. Like, mm. I was literally, like... I had this... My old house, big parties. Everyone would come... Like, kick-ons. Like, I'd finish work... And like everyone would just come to my house. like mm. big parties and just like stamp for the week and then rock up to work 
on Monday, like, oh no, Sunday night, 9 p.m., rock up cooked from the weekend. And be like, what do you do now? It was uh, like, it was a cooked time of my life, man. So that yeah. was two years ago. That was two years ago, yeah. Shit. I'm a good boy now. I'm a nice. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you say to your parents, like, yeah, yes, my mum hated it. I'm I'm an MC. Where are you an MC? At a gentleman's club. No, I told my mum, like, I got a job at the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you're not taking the job. I was like, my mum, I am so... And she hated it. She could not say... My whole family were just, like, so, like, appalled. Like, I'm Indian. I'm yeah. very... Not conservative, but, like, pretty, like... Yeah. Like, you know, non... Like so, moving into comedy must have been very easy for you, Peter, to go. Look, Lisa's not at the strippers. This yeah. is very easy. Well, I've always dabbled with comedy. Yeah, but when I when I left Centerfold, I got fired. <laughs> oh, reason- go on, tell us. I can't talk about that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for reasons that I'm not going to discuss here. But I'll have to talk to his lawyer. That's it. I'll to release it. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> but I got fired from the strip club, and then um, the the worst thing that the strippers did it just set me up on that lifestyle. So from when I got fired, I just started doing shit jobs, but still being this doof party guy. <laughs> so I was partying and throwing these big house. I remember I had a house party. There's 400 people in my house. 400 people. There's two stages. Uh, Corey Worthington over yeah. here. Uh, Corey Worthington <laughs> had nothing on my phone. I had two stages. Like inside was disco. Outside was no. Inside was techno. Outside was disco. It was like, out of control. Cops kept coming. They tried to arrest me. It was uh, these parties were insane. I was crazy. And then it wasn't, I went to Europe and when I came back from Europe, I was like, I'm going to do comedy. So I just stopped punning and I've been very good now. My life's so much better now. But yeah, the strip club was a very destructive time. It set me up in that Mm. destructive mentality, like just party all the time. And you should totally go to the strip club. (laughs) That sounds like it's all right. Short, short. I would would absolutely love for us (laughs) to go do an open mic and then all go to the strip club. Because they're still, I'm quite. Well, you got fired. I'm quite close with them. They let me in for free. We get a free round of Jesus. Like I'm like friends with everyone. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, this is all very tempting. Right, I would love to go. It's research. It we're is doing, research. We're doing research. Yeah. yeah. That's R and D. That's yeah. a tax write off as well. We can uh, we can go in the, with the intention of Russell. <laughs> Thanks, Greer. CEO. Thanks. Don't talk to the CFO about that one. <laughs> Those people gonna have a fucking income. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It's shush. Um, question. Yeah, of course. You're Indian. Yeah, I'm Indian. Anglo-Indian. Anglo-Indian. Okay. So other countries who invaded India and then colonized. Yeah, yeah. Punjab? So, nah, that's that's like Indian-Indian. <laughs> I'm like Indian. Yeah. You know I mean? Okay. How does it go with the, like, the family and the and the comedy? Do they like think that's great or are they like... They're like, yeah. Mum's like... My mum is just like... At the start, everyone's like, what are you going to do? Marketing? Because you went to uni in marketing? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do marketing. But I'm like... I'm actually doing a writer comedy. Like, I've been doing comedy for now, properly, like, taking it seriously, for about 13 months. And in that time, I've started, like, a comedy club, mm. which I'm making a fuckload of actual money. Mm. And, like, I'm gigging every day. And, like, my, I'm, I'm so much healthy. And, like, I'm, just, I'm actually going... For the amount of time I've been doing it, I've been doing this. So I think my mom's like, oh, that's good. Just do you. Like, you're smart, you know? There's a lot of people who do comedy, and they're like, oh, I do comedy. They do, like, one gig a week, mm. if that... And then they smoke cones the rest of the week. But like, I'm very like, I actually grind the shit. So I think my mum knows that. So everyone's like, oh, Dan's a comedian. Like he does comedy, you know. But I can understand why. Comedy's like music. It's like, you do comedy? Oh, it's like, oh, how do you pay the bills? Mm. But I figured out a way how to make money from it. Just start a comedy. Co- comedy on high, man. 
started the comedy on comedy on high, and that's the best thing I ever did. It's one of my favorite things. I look forward to. I'm going there next week. That's the one you run now in Wesley yeah. Ann. Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed this is like the. And you're saying you run it. I started it, yeah. And so you don't want us because we will bring it down. Yes, no, that's what that's you're what saying. saying. It's just All like, right, that's I, fair enough. That's fair <laughs> enough. I get it. It's a business. I'm a businessman. I I understand. It's just like, you wouldn't understand. This is a CEO <laughs> to a CEO here. <laughs> you, you should come to come tonight. You I should. Will. When you come to the next one, it's on Tuesday. Not it's his Tuesday. birthday as well. Fuck. On my 25th birthday, it'll be, and I'm going to Japan like the following Monday. So it's like a big farewell. It's be fantastic. You should totally come. Can I introduce you? No. I, if, you, <laughs> if you come down, I would love, and you can put that on the podcast. We can record that, get an audio sample, check on the podcast. I would. That's love. that's tempting. Oh, done. So. Tuesday. If you done. come, yeah, done. He's in. He's booked it in. Yeah. This is the start of your comedy career, or <laughs> emceeing at trip clubs. That's how you start a comedy career. That's how yeah. I heard. I've only heard from one source, but that source was good. So. Oh, that's a that's a job. I don't know why no one knows, but they are always looking for MCs. Like, I could get the job tomorrow if I apply. <laughs> I can be like, hey, I'm a. They, they be like, please. That's that is a job, but they are always looking for MCs. Like, if you've got a good speaking voice and you have that fucking wah personality, they will hire you. Like the MCs I used to work with are fucking shit. No offense to all the MCs. Like George <laughs> at Centerfold Lounge. George, sick cunt. Love George. Every other MC I met is just like, so guys, you in fucking crack open a titty? Yeah. Like it's not sexy. You know I mean? And here comes Shaniqua. Yeah, literally, yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Yeah. Okay. So I agree. <laughs> that. That's what they are. <laughs> All right. How is he trying to do it properly? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not MCing. You're like an MC stripper guy cover band. You know what's band. great now? I can sample that for the rest of my life and have it on my soundboard. It'd be fantastic. We were talking about this the other day, my mate. What were the worst stripper names you've heard? The worst stripper name I've ever heard is Ribbon. <laughs> like, that you tie your hair up. Yeah. It's like or, rhythmic gymnastics ribbon. Yeah, having a ribbon. real good time. <laughs> a ribbon. <sighs> yeah, alright. So that was my article. Like, that was. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I don't think you can recover from that. Now, what article do you have for us, Church? Oh, look. I know that we're all fans of music here. And especially of R&B. Mm. I know Danny's. Oh, bro, I fucking love this of R&B, bro. <laughs> so we're going to talk about R. Kelly. <laughs> He's having a good time at the R- moment. R. Kelly's amazing. He's amazing. He's in prison He's at the so moment. Fucked. He's, He's so fucked. He's in prison fucked. at the moment for oh. racketeering, kidnapping, forced labour and... Ex- exploits of child Did he actually sexual- go to jail? Well, he's in jail at the moment in Chicago Ooh. jail for federal sex crimes and a bunch of other stuff. Like, What's yeah, racketeering? Kelly, uh, uh, just like almost stealing almost, r- almost stealing from yeah from stealing from tennis shops. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's pled not guilty in August, but his lawyer just passed him uh, put through a motion. Very important thing. So you get your lawyers to do things like you know to help you out with your sentence. Yeah, yeah, he's in yeah. jail. He wants you know some more visitation rights. Uh, he wants visitation rights because currently he's, um, you know, he's complaining that only one of his girlfriends can visit him at a time. What the fuck? So, apparently, R. Kelly lives at Whitney's regular home. You should sue them like fucking he has, Russell Greer. He has, t- <laughs> he has two girlfriends hmm. who live in with him. Who are they? I can't name the names. The oh. documents. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's, he can't, both of them can't visit him for any kind of visits. 
at the same time. Wait, is he on house arrest? No, no, no. He's in jail. Okay, all right. Mm. You know, so but that's, how, that, but that's how all visits work in prisons. Yes. Well, he could have like a group, a family group come, yeah. but if it's non-family relation, yeah. you can only have one person come in at a time. Yeah. So he can't have both of his girlfriends to come and visit him, if you know what I mean. Well, if they got married. Well, but then... The, if the girlfriends got married. But you can't legally marry two women. You can. In some places you can. Well, in not in Chicago, I'll tell you can. that much. Same-sex in America is legal, isn't it? Uh, I, Federal law, yeah. Fe- anyway. I think it's state Let's law. not get bogged down in whether yeah. they can marry or not. Oh, look, you know, it's really sad for him. I mean, I hope he does get access. It's going to be really hard you to get... You see that interview, though, with him? Sorry? You see that interview? How good is that interview? No, I haven't seen what's the interview you like. You haven't seen the R. Kelly interview? No! You guys are ruined my fucking life, man! <laughs> I watched it like... She put it up against that Greta girl. You have ruined my childhood. It's, like that. it's very similar to that. That's very funny. He starts funny. crying. He throws something. He's like, you guys are playing. I ain't playing. I ain't playing. <laughs> Fuck yes, I have seen it. It's so you good. Have seen it? I've seen it, yes. You have ruined my fucking life, man. I love him. I love R. Kelly. No, I don't love him. <laughs> I love his music. His, his music's music. great. Yeah. His music's great. But look, you know, I don't think that... Uh, As if they didn't know, though. Yeah, His mind's telling me. No, it's like, come on, this guy's a rapist. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit like that. Yeah. But look, I, I'm going to find... If, even if he does get both of his girlfriends in prison yeah. at the same time, it's going to be hard to get them on a school night. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, that's terrible. But anyway, apparently, he, like they're saying, I can't let, you know... Um, his lawyer's saying, look, you know, he's not a threat to anybody. He's not even a flight risk. So I'm just going to play a little song for him. Because he's not a flight risk, because that's why he should have both of his girlfriends. I I this is for you, R. Kelly. <laughs> I I this is very fitting for a guy in jail. Yeah, he can do it. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> this is what the soap sings that it slides out of his hair. the Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah, what a song. What a great film. Great film. Classic. It's going to be some black guy Space Jam and his dick into his ass. Poor R. Kelly. can't have both of his girlfriends. What does the R stand for? Robert? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Do you know he wrote, um, what's that song? Uh, uh, you Were Not Alone from you Michael Jackson. Not alone. Uh, he, he wrote that. Really? That's a good song. Yeah, right for Michael Jackson. Oh, that song's the only thing they have in common. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me into the Michael Jackson case because that man is more innocent than any man has ever been of anything. Here, come on, quick article and then wrap it up because Dan's got to go do some comedy at somewhere that's better than this. My and then the, the honestly, this is better gig. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. He's gonna do more than my career than a fucking Volta. Ah, Volta's not that bad. I like Volta. Chinese woman opens planes emergency exit for some fresh air. <laughs> Why did they say Chinese? <laughs> they could have just I been a woman. Why did they say woman? Why can't they just write person? Being. Person opens. No, no, Chinese woman. Non-specific person, non-specific gendered yeah. human opens non-specific plane door to fresh. This is a better one. Plane door opened <laughs> by cunt. I wonder if I have to label it as an Australian. <laughs> um, a flight was delayed. <laughs> Because the other woman opened the fucking door. 
Your exits are here, here, yeah. and oh, wait, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> I've always, because I, 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 I go, I want the exit row. Yeah. Leg room, right? That's, uh-huh. that's all I yeah, care about. straight up. Leg room. Like, if I don't get leg room, fuck, I'm not going on the plane. And I've always wanted to open the emergency exit door. Like, for not for not an emergency For reason. not an emergency. Like, yeah. it's like, it's tempting me. Yeah. Like, mm. I, I want to do it, but I know I'm not going to. It's like that feeling you have when you drive in a car sometimes. Like, I should just hit him. And they go, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. It's like the weird feeling. It's a Bill Burr joke. Is it? You even see those people on the car, the side wrecking. I was like, I wonder what just happened with everyone. Just a feeling that I have every day. Or on the train, I just want to kick someone out of doors. Like, that's really annoying. Oh, you know, you're on the train and it's packed. Imagine what you do if you just went like, and everyone looks at you, and you just go back to normal. Yeah. If you actually want to clear people on the train, just throw up. Yeah. Oh, that will... Yeah, how bad. convenient. <laughs> that Well, no, I did that once. That will clear everyone. Well, you did it because you needed to vomit, or you didn't want to because you wanted to clear the train? <laughs> no, no, no. I needed... That's a good question. That's a very good question. I needed, I needed to vomit. I'd been at... I was 15. I was at some market or whatever, eating some food, right? And then I had a bag of pretzels. And I was with my mate, Tom. And this is eating. like the review of the brothel. Hey... <laughs> <laughs> Ate, ate the pretzels, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, the bro- pretzels, got it. Yes, yeah. And then I, I said, "Fuck, I've got to like, I've got to throw up." And so Tom like was punching me, and like trying to make me throw up. And I was like, "No, I've really got to throw up." And he picked up the bag of the the pretzels and was like, "Oh, let me get the last bit." He thought it was sugar. It was salt. <laughs> so he he was like, "Oh, fuck!" Now he's got to throw up. I like the way they're eating salt and pretzels. He's like, let me eat the sugar at the bottom. What a dumb cunt. Like he's eating a salty snack. But he's like, you know what? My favorite thing to do is lick the sugar out of the bottom of the bag. Mm, Sugar and pretzels. That's so dumb. Whatever happens next, it's totally deserved. It's totally supposed to happen. Well, I grab the I grab the pretzel bag off him and throw up into it. <laughs> there was a bit of spillage, and the uh, the the it happened right on the express part coming back from the city. God damn! Yeah. So they didn't even stop. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Yeah. So they couldn't, but people couldn't even leave the carriage then. <laughs> they were stuck. Correct. They, no, no. They started going through that. Uh, uh, that doors. The doors into the did other train. Up the sh- did it stink up the whole? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, sp- I was fucking. I, like, I, I spilt it. You know, like. Oh. Isn't a pretzel bag? Pretzel bags aren't big. <laughs> It's not like a big chip packet, you know. That's, that's... Just chugging salt. Just chugging salt. Oh, that image is amazing. Imagine like, I can't believe it wasn't sugar. I, don't, I was expecting sugar from this savory snack. Well, that's how I do it. Thank you so much. Kieran for a fantastic and Dan thank you for coming back always man this is always a come to my fun. show comedy on high this Tuesday 
at the Wesleyan, 8th of October, starts at 8pm. We are the second Tuesday of every month. Absolutely. So it's going to be good. We'll post something on our thing as well. Fucking Make sure people can get to that. That's the second awesome. Tuesday of every month. Yeah. Second Tuesday of every month. This Put cunt's going to be the... the, the MC? The, no, nah, I'm definitely MC. He's going to introduce You're going to be the hype man. Oh, hype right. man. Yo, shut, shut up, everyone. Shut up. Wow, it's like Dan's on now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm at the strippers. A little bit less confrontational. Imagine if they did that at the strippers. Shut up, everyone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please sit down. Please sit down and put your money back in your wallets. We are not here for a short time. We're put here for your, a good time. Put the sugar and the salt away. <laughs> Uh, no, no more alcohol. No yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Next, next to, but for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. We're on Twitter now. It's very exciting. The Patreon is definitely coming, Kieran. Yeah, that's a very important thing. And Dan, Dan, plug all your stuff. Where can we find all your fantastic comedy? Um, my Facebook page is Dan Dan the Man, and Instagram. Getting is- it done for all Victorians. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Instagram is D'Angelo. Follow me and come to my show on some of your fun, Some of the funniest stuff on... on I think you saw recently it was... Uh, here we go. Uh, less dramas, more palmers. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's, that got 200 shares. That was fantastic. That, that was accidental. Oh, shit. That's amazing. <laughs> we'll get a photo later, Kieran. Hang on. Uh, let's get... Let's get... There we go. Uh, move over. There we go. There we go. There we go. Fantastic. We'd like to thank all our lovely listeners out there, and we will see you next Thursday. Yo, peace. Awesome. Oh man.